gets inside, leans in, knocked away and stolen by Holiday. Now up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. To Curry, way down top. This the dagger. This kind of sick. Zion's gonna want out soon. Here's the thing, I don't think the front office of that organization, of that New Orleans organization, knows what the heck they're doing. What can I say? Mamba out. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Nangst, and we're just jumping straight into it. So, whether you're new or you've been here for some time, welcome back to Courtsay Heat, the podcast. Remember, we're going to be doing podcast episodes from April 7th all the way up to April 17th, so for those 10 days. So in these next 10 days, or next 9 days, we're just going to be cranking out the podcast. I don't care if it's a Sunday, I don't care if it's a Wednesday, I don't care what day it is. We're just going to be cranking out the podcast, and guys, we have a lot of news to talk about as the less as the west is solidifying as the east is shaping up it is just it, it's truly a, a sight to behold this is so 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 amazing so amazing right now um we only have a day left of the nba regular season i don't know how many of you guys were aware april 9th today is saturday april 8th we only have a handful of games left Come 4.30 Arizona time, Mountain Standard Time on Sunday, all these games uh, should and will be done. And then we will now have to wait and see what just happens. Like, we'll, we'll see what happens in the Pine Tournament. We'll see what's going to be happening in the postseason. It's going to be very, very interesting. You guys know where to find me on social media. It's going to be Twitter.com slash CourtsayHe, Instagram.com slash CourtsayHeNBA, Facebook.com slash CourtsideHeat. Those are the main places. And if you guys want to check out my YouTube channel, go right ahead. I am not going to shoot you down on, pardon me, on that. So, guys, go check that out. We're releasing new content. We're getting back to that. So, do not miss it for anything. Today, we're going to be looking at the East again. We're going to be looking at the West. But, we have big announcements. We have big announcements being made in the NBA. And, with that being said, I'm going to be talking about the Dallas Mavericks. Because, and I find this very interesting because I don't know how many people believe this or not. But, this was all part of... The Mavericks strategy. This is all part of their draft pick. To get the top 10 draft pick. To be secured for the quote unquote holy grail. So that being said. I'm just going to jump right into it. If you guys did miss yesterday's games. And there was a lot of them. But you saw a lot of players out. You saw Jalen Brown out. He actually cut his hand, needed five stitches after accidentally slicing his hand open due to cutting himself on glass. But the most notable game, most notable game, well, 
There's actually a few, but the most notable one would be Bulls versus Mavericks. And that game was horrendous. But I'm going to save that game. But then you saw Warriors beat the Kings, Grizzlies beat the Bucks, Pelicans beat the Knicks, Nets, Magic, 76ers, Hawks, Celtics over the Raptors, Rockets over the Hornets, Pistons over the Pacers, and Wizards over the Heat. And then, of course, the Lakers over the Suns. And as far as I know right now, from Flex from Jersey and a bunch of other people commentating on Busy's injury and campaign's injury, they avoided major injuries. So, that is good. So, if there's, there could be like some bone bruises, bone contusions, whatever, but there's not going to be anything major. The Suns, they did not play anyone. They did not play anyone. Um, no KD, no D-Book, no CP3, no DA, no like that. TJ Warren was out, I believe, due to an illness. And then you saw only Bismack being able to play 12 minutes due to the injury. And then, of course, uh, campaign only able to play 15. Had 13 points in those 15 before assists, but then... He was just not able to return for the remainder of the game. Same with Busy. So, Kogi, Craig, and Lindell, and Ross, and the rest of the squad had to go up against a very healthy Lakers team. Or at least everyone was there. You had LeBron, uh, AD, D'Lo, Austin, uh, Malik. You had all those guys playing. So, it was definitely... Uh, undermanned or shorthand or however short man however you want to say the Suns just were not playing one but good win for the Lakers we do have a lot we have to talk about on that end and I apologize if my uh, mouse is actually being picked up in the recording um, anyways so the irrelevant games were Knicks Pelicans Raptors Celtics Pistons pa uh, Pacers 76ers Hawks Grizzlies, Bucks. Well, uh, not the most, but when you really look at the grand scheme of things, yes, did the Grizzlies clinch second seed? Sure, but they were always going to do that. They were never going to take first. They were always going to clinch second, and Kings were not going to take it over. But I find something very interesting is between the Warriors and the Clippers, and this is huge for the Suns. So the Suns could be taking on the Warriors, not the Clippers. I'm going to get to that in a second. But the biggest news that's going on right now is that the Thunder have secured a playing spot. So with Dallas losing, with Dallas being eliminated, the Thunder secured a spot in the playing tournament. I believe that's 10th. Yep, that's 10th. So they clinched 10th. They can make it to ninth, so you pretty much have five to nine just all battling out. Thunder, they're they're just there. So we were, I was addressing that yesterday on Friday morning's podcast episode. Remember, all my podcast episodes come out at eight a.m. Do not miss it; it's everywhere. Podcast is everywhere. I said it was between the Thunder and Mavericks, and there was a lot of different scenarios going on for a lot of different teams. I'll get to that in a, in a second, especially for the East. But it was really between the Thunder and the uh, Mavericks. The Mavericks lost, 
and this and the scenario was and this was not a very complicated one so this is just being plain and simplistic in the message you ready straightforward if you lose you're eliminated this is that was a must win game and they blew it they choked it they had a double digit lead and they choked it they choked it they 100% choked it and the Mavericks in the last 10 games in the last 10 games 2 and 8 just like the Blazers just like the Jazz and maybe if I check the East hold on maybe there's some other teams you have the 1 and 9 Pistons you have the 2 and 8 Pacers that's bad company that's bad company so with that being said the Thunder have secured a playing spot uh for the throne if they're they're now they're um, what was it? Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm blanking. They're now in the playing tournament. And fun facts, I'm reading it now. The Mavericks have gone nine and seventeen since Kyrie Irving made his debut on February eighth. They entering that game they were twenty nine twenty six. Very interesting. Very, very interesting. It should also be really interesting to say that the Rockets, Mavericks, Spurs, and the Spurs have been eliminated from postseason contention. This is the first time all three Texas teams will miss the playoffs in the same season since the Mavs became a franchise in 1980-81. Huge news. Something... I thought it was pretty cool, to say the least. But you have that going on. But now, I want to jump over to something else. Mavericks eliminated. Grizzlies secured a second seed. Thunder secured a playing spot. That's all well and good. But now, the East playing tournament is set. So, the Heat, uh, seventh seed Heat, will be taking on the eighth seed Hawks. Ninth seed Raptors will be taking on the tenth seed Bulls. That is set in stone. That is not to change. Because with Miami's loss, the Nets have clinched their spot in the NBA playoffs. So, they don't have to go in the playing tournament. And we were looking at that scenario, and they had many different scenarios. I know many people around the NBA were like, okay, this is what will happen if the Heat win, or if the Magic lose, or if the Nets lose a game. It, it was different scenarios. But the East is locked in. East is locked in. So how would it go right now? So excluding at the playing tournament right now, it would go. Um, you also exclude the number one seed because it goes there, and it's the same with the two seed. But right now, how it would go? 76ers would be taking on the Nets. So the Nets, Brooklyn Bridges, Cam Johnson, all those guys, Spencer Dinwiddie, they're going to be taking on Joel B, James Harden, and the gang in the first round of the postseason. Cowers next. We're going to get to that in a second. So, even though the Heat lost, they did clinch their division, and they have clinched a spot in the 2023 NBA playing tournament. So, that means that if the Heat or Hawks lose, then they'll have that second game to play, and they're going to be playing the winner of the 9-10 seed team, uh, 9-10 game, seed game. Um, I'm sorry if I keep botching. I, I was doing that yesterday too. I have no idea why I'm doing that. Anyways. So it gets very interesting. 
So here are the teams. They're in the postseason and um and or playing. You got the Bucks, Celtics, 76ers, Cavaliers, Knicks, Nets, Heat, Hawks, Raptors, Bulls. Those are ten teams in the East. And so with that being said, everything is solidified. Everything is solidified. Everything has come together. There is no more maneuvering and shifting. There is no more. This is all sent stone. The Raptors will be playing the Bulls. The Heat the he will be taking on the Hawks. The Nets have escaped the play-in. They're, they're officially in the postseason. The Heat just have to suck it up. And hopefully they win. So they don't have to play an extra game. But that's where we're at right now. Just absolute insanity if you really do think about it. If you really do think about it. Because, that, honestly, the way that the Nets were playing, I thought they weren't going to end their season on a high. Just with how up and down it was. But never count out Brooklyn Bridges and Cam John, Spencer, and the, the whole gang, whole, the whole uh, squad. You can't rule them out. It actually gets really interesting for me because, well, James Harden, the first round, be taking on his former team, the Brooklyn Nets. And Ben Simmons, even though he's not healthy, kind of would have been somewhat compelling, even though he's a bum, would have been taking on his former team, the Philadelphia 76ers. Everyone plays everything like normal, right? But... You could be seeing a Celtics Heat matchup. You could be seeing a Bucks Hawks matchup if we went the traditional route and there was no playing tournament. But we're not going that route anymore, right? The playing tournament's been here for a while. But seeing 76ers Nets and Cavaliers Knicks, the Cavaliers, in my opinion, should be able to beat the Knicks. And I just want to say this: Friday to Sunday, yesterday to the end of the season. This is all about resting players. These games don't matter anymore. Unless you're in the West and your team is called the Warriors, Clippers, Lakers, Pelicans, Timberwolves. You got a little more to fight for. The Clippers, if they keep... And they're not losing, but they're sliding. So originally they were in fifth, but now they're in sixth. And the Lakers are only a half a game behind. So, in theory, if the Clippers lose and the Lakers win, they could take over. And they could be the sixth seed. And now you have the Clippers in the playing tournament. But right now, how it go is Lakers, Pelicans, Timberwolves, Thunder. The Mavericks, Jazz, Trailblazers, Spurs, Rockets, they're all eliminated. Then in the East, you have the Wizards, Pacers, Magic, Hornets, Pistons. Those teams, they're out. You have 10 teams who are out. So, from Friday to Sunday, from from to now, we're just going to do it today, Saturday to Sunday, up until April 9th, the teams you're focusing on are the Warriors, Clippers, Lakers, 
Pelicans, Timberwolves. The Thunder, they're already locked in. They're not worrying about anything because it doesn't matter if you get the ninth, and they can't. But they're there. They're locked in. They beat out the Mavericks. They beat out the Jets. They beat out a lot of teams. They turn around their season. They're in the play-in. This is huge for them. Great momentum. Great momentum. The Timberwolves probably staying at ninth. I don't see a scenario where the Pelicans can lose. Because they only have one game left. And that's tomorrow. And because they won, so they're staying in eighth. Hold on. So the Timberwolves, so the Timberwolves and Thunder, they're set. Nine and ten are set. So you're really just dealing with five to eight. And five to eight is separated by one stinking game. By one stinking game. So if the Pelicans are able to pull this out somehow. They could realistically go to 7th or 6th. They could. They absolutely could. Pelicans could not get the 5th. I don't believe they could. And I'm pulling up the tiebreakers as well. But you're looking at this. So you're looking at the plan. Do the Lakers want to be in the plan? No. Do the Clippers want to be in the plan? No. Are teams being good or bad? The Lakers, the Lakers by far exceed the Clippers, even though the Lakers can't beat the Clippers. I say it's like their 11th game in a row that they lost to the Clippers, which is phenomenal. It's astonishing to me, to be honest. But if, if I'm looking at this, and I'm looking at this correctly, Clip, the, the Battle of L.A. is something I love of the Battle of L.A. Because the Clippers and the Lakers are fighting. They're trying to get out of the plane. They're trying to stay within playoff contention where they don't have to be in the plane. So it's coming down to the wire for Sunday. I'm just going to be blunt. And uh, hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm doing some quick math in my head. Give me a second. 80, 81. So the Lakers only have one more game. The Clippers, so the Clippers need to win. The Clippers need to win. It's not even close. The Clippers need to win their final game. Right? They, they, they need to win their final game. They absolutely need to win their final game. Now, I think, that, I think that's agreeable. Like, I really do. Because if they don't win their final two games, which should be easy because Phoenix is resting everyone. They have to put on a back-to-back, which kind of bites, but whatever. But today, 1 p.m., they're taking on Portland at home. Then they have to go away at Phoenix, 12.30 p.m. Um, on Sunday. So the Clippers ideally need to win both games. Secured himself for six. I don't. I'm checking this out right now, but I don't think that they have the tiebreaker over the Warriors. So this gets really interesting. The series is tied 2 2. They already play all their games. The Warriors 
did this. They Warriors won, Clippers won, Warriors won, Clippers won. So pivotal. So pretty much since there's no tiebreaker, whoever has the better record wins. So the Warriors only have how many games left? They have one. And come 12.30 p.m. tomorrow. So when this podcast drops at 8 in the morning, y'all will be having four and a half hours before 12.30 p.m. And this is Mountain Standard Time. I'm speaking of Mountain Standard Time. I'm not speaking 3.30 p.m. East Coast Time. So if the Warriors lose, if the Warriors, Warriors lose, they're going to be dropped out of fifth. And so if the Clippers win, so here's how it goes. If the Clippers win one game and the Warriors lose, they're fifth. If I'm understanding that correctly, if the Clippers win both, so let's say the Warriors win their game, Clippers would have to win both. That's just how it's going to have to go down. That's just how it's going to go down. So for the Clippers, this is huge. This is absolutely huge. So, we have a California showdown. You have the Bear. You have Golden State. You have Los Angeles. You have two Los Angeles teams. You have Golden State. And all these teams are semi-red hot or severely red hot. Warriors in the last 10, 7-3. Lakers in the last 10, 8-2. And And the Clippers are sitting at 5-5 in the last 10. All on a win streak between one and two games. Something very interesting to note. It is. But I'm going to get to the Pelicans in a second because this is where everything could get a little janky. This is where it could get a little messed up. But let's just keep this in our little perfect bubble right now. In our little perfect little spear if we want to call it that. So let's say the Lakers, they just fizzle out. They simply can't win the last game. They're just in seventh. Clippers and Warriors. It's battling down to them. It's coming down to them. Warriors lose. Clippers win. They're fifth. Now it's between the Lakers and them. Because Warriors would go 43 and 39. Now let's say the Lakers lose. They would be 42 and 40. So. Okay, wait a minute. So let's say Clippers win. So let's just say the Clippers make the fifth. And it's now the Warriors versus the Lakers in sixth and seventh. So let's say you have the same record. Let's say the Lakers win and let's say the Warriors lose. Right? That would make it both 43-39. Why am I going for all this math? I'm going for all this math because the tiebreaker. Because if it is tied, if this if the record is tied, if the regular season record's tied, if the team's record's tied, then that means we default to the tiebreaker. And I know there's I seen like a set of I seen there's a set of rules. If, 
uh, if the re- if the record's tied, if the tiebreaker's tied, I I don't think it's gonna be the case. But give me a second. Give me a second. Uh, I have to do this manually, so just give me one second, everyone. But this becomes very interesting at this point. So let's see where we head. Let's see where we start. So here we go. Here we go. The okay. So the Lakers, when the Warriors were really bad and they were struggling, yada yada yada, um, they won the series three to one. Hmm. So that means if we're defaulting to the tie-in, we're defaulting to a tie-in. That means the Lakers would have the better seed than the Warriors. So then that means that the Warriors are in the play and the Lakers are out of the play-in. Oh, I'm sorry. The Lakers are out of the play and the Warriors are in the play-in. So, those are some quick scenarios, and I hope that makes sense. So, now I have to ask the question, what about the Pelicans? Because they're 42-39, and 39, same record with the Lakers, which means that the Lakers hold the tiebreaker over the Pelicans. I assume that to be the case because they both have the same record, but the Lakers are ahead of them by just a seed. And they're, they're same games back, right? The Pelicans have been red hot, 3-2 in the last 10. I just want to make that very clear. So, who are the Pelicans playing? Let's just check this out. So, the Pelicans playing the Timberwolves. The Timberwolves have already said, so they're probably going to be resting, guys. So, with that being said, if the Lakers lose and the Pelicans win, Hmm. Doesn't mean a whole lot. It just means that the Lakers are in eighth and the Pelicans are in seventh. Hold on. So now. Well, hold on. So let's say the Lakers go to eighth, Pelicans go to seventh, and then you have. Do you have any more games? You, you can't, because you're one half games out of six. You can't make it out of the plan. So you're stuck in the plan. I'm not, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. No, they're a half a game. So now if we go to the Pelicans, you got to go to the Clippers. This, this word is really interesting, guys. Watch this. So let's say Lakers move down to eighth. Pelicans move up to 7th, and Los Angeles has to take on New Orleans. So let's say the Clippers start to lose. They start to fizzle out. So get this. And I'm trying to find the Clippers for my life. Man, I can't go any slower. Where are they? Clippers. Clippers. This is actually legit frustrating. I, I don't know where they're at.
hold up. Am I missing someone with the Clippers? I can't see them. I'm an idiot. I'm under the Clippers. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm an idiot. I was under the Clippers. Um, so if we go to tie. Uh-oh. 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 The Pelicans swept the New Orleans swept the Clippers. They swept them. They swept them. So that means that the Clippers have no advantage. The Clippers have no advantage. They have no advantage. So what does that mean? So if the Clippers lose and the Pelicans win, the Pelicans have a shot to get out of the post, uh, get out of the play and into the postseason. Do you know? Do you know how significant that is? You, they can't touch fifth. Can't touch fifth. Or could they? Hold on. No, they can't. Because even... So, technically, even though the odds are slim, like the probability of them getting fifth is slim to none, there is a chance they go to fifth. But their best bet is sixth. Which is good because now they get out. They get out of the play. They're in the postseason officially. They're fine. They don't got to go for those extra games. So it actually gets really interesting. And I'm going to pivot off of that. So we have the battle f we have the battle of California. We have North Pelicans who could be shocking fans. And 9th and 10th are just rock solid. So, the Warriors, and they're a game away from clinching the fifth, from clinching a pop berth, if I understood that correctly. So, let's talk about the Suns real quick. Who would, as a Suns fan, who would I rather have them go up against? Clippers or Warriors? I do the Clippers all day long. Especially if they don't have PG-13. I would not want to go against Steph Curry in the first round. I wouldn't want to go against Jordan Poole in the first round. Am I scared of them? No. But that should go create extra work than just taking on the Clippers who are rattled because of injuries and just inconsistency. And it would just be easier for the Suns. We just match up better than the, Clipper, or than the Clippers do against us. So I think overall... You're going to see the Suns, uh, Suns and Suns fans want to take on the Clippers rather than the Warriors. I'd rather take on the Clippers than the Warriors. Just look at their team and look at, look at the Clippers team versus the Warriors team. But now, do I think we can lose when we have Kevin Durant on our team? No. Do I think we can lose when we have Devin Booker on our team? No. DA? No. Chris Paul? No. But mainly uh, D-Book and KD. That's where I'm driving at. That's where I'm ultimately driving at. But I'm not focused on the Suns right now versus the Warriors. But it's an interesting matchup. And trust me, I'm gonna get to that again on Sunday. So I'm gonna I'm gonna keep talking about this. Don't worry, guys. So if I'm short on some topics, I'm gonna keep cycling through all of these. I'm gonna keep getting back to all of these. I'm gonna keep expanding and going more in depth by the minute, by the day. 
just because I can because we have another week of this because it's just going to get so juicy and so interesting. But you see, from 5th to 8th, it's separated by a game. And 6th to 8th is separated by half a game. It gets very interesting. It's very enticing for all these teams to play very, very well. Very interesting. Very interesting. Not gonna lie. I was not expecting all this to go down. But the Battle of California is happening. And New Orleans could be sinking. Um, California. Right? <laughs> I'm, I'm trying, to, trying to get some cool references going. Like Louisiana could be sinking California. We could have the battle of California versus Louisiana. Three versus one. But then California is just imploding within itself. And New Orleans comes and comes like Godzilla and triumphs over them. I don't know if that made sense or not, but I'm rolling with it. But this is very interesting. Again, East, the Eastern Conference, it's all cutthroat. It's all dry. It's all just very much there it's point blank simple there ain't confusion there's not confusion in the west there could be a little more confusion because there's a lot more scenarios there's a lot excuse me there's a lot more probability going into it there's a lot more luck there's a lot more chance there's a lot more skill going into this there's just a lot more variables i think we need to understand that i i truly do believe we need to understand that my oh my, just my oh my. <laughs> this is like getting so crazy, guys. Like this is so stinking tense, so tense. Ugh. The really other thing about this is this is really tense. Like if someone told me this was gonna happen, I I don't say I would believe them. I, I honestly don't think I was going to believe them. It's been very interesting, guys. Very, very interesting, to say the least. Oh, my gosh. So, guys, with that being said, I'm going to move on to something different. I'm going to talk about... The Dallas Mavericks. So when I break down the Mavericks. I'm not doing this. From a place of bias. From a place of. Just hating. On the Mavericks. No. Not doing any of that silly crap. I'm going to tell you how it is. And if you're a Mavericks fan. Cover your ears. I know a lot of Maverick fans are sensitive, especially when you have a sensitive leader, well, actually a pudgy sensitive leader, quote-unquote leader, Luka Doncic. These are dark days for the Mavericks. But I don't feel bad for the Mavericks. The Mavericks 
as of February 10th, had a 96% chance of making the playoffs. As of April 7th, 4%. And now they have 0%. They've been eliminated. They are losers. That is undoubtedly true. In every sense of the phrase, every sense of the word, I don't care what you try to pick apart. They are losers. The Dallas Mavericks are losers. You can't go in a span of February to April from 96% to 4%. You had 4% chance of not making it. And then you had a 96% chance of not making it. What are the stinking odds and I believe this with all my heart and soul that the Mavericks strategically planned for this collapse and I'm not just saying this to say this ain't no theory this is straight fact because when push came to shove and it got tough, and they had to buckle down. They had to hunker down. They couldn't. Luka Doncic couldn't. Kyrie Irving couldn't. Jason Kidd couldn't. Players on that team couldn't. It was horrific. I want to show you guys something. Because maybe you don't believe me. Maybe you don't. Maybe you don't. This was a must-win game. And per the Mavericks, Kyrie Irving, Josh Green, Christian Wood, Maxi Kleber, and Tim Hardaway would be out for that game against the Bulls. And now I get that the Bulls weren't playing Pat Bev or DeMar or Levine, but how could you sit there and say to your fan base, we're resting Kyrie, we're resting Hardaway Jr., we're resting these guys, they're not playing. That is some crap, man. That is bad. Because you can't say to me in the biggest game, you're not worried about for the future. We're not, so, hold on, you can't say that we're just looking out for the future. You're not looking out for the future. You just couldn't do it. So you just wanted to get the high-value draft pick. You sold your soul. For what? A draft pick? You sold your season. For what? A draft pick. So you make a trade. You need more time to let those players develop and gain chemistry and trust and a positive locker room atmosphere and translate to positive play on a basketball court away or at home. And you want to cop, you just want to cop out. You want to have this plan where, oh, we're doing this for the draft pick. When those rumors, when those reports came out, they could be, they could be resting Kyrie and Luka for the remainder of the season to get the draft pick. That's disrespect to the fan base, and that's just a load of crap, man. That's not cool. 
and you can blame, and the fans can internally blame Jason Kidd. They can internally blame Mark Cuban. They can internally claim Luka Doncic, Kyrie. But the fact of the matter is, this was a whole effort. It, it was pathetic. This was a pa- pathetic. It was. You gained nothing. In the most important game of this season, you're resting players. And after the remarks, the comments that Luka made, you still don't want to compete. Let me go to the game. I'm going to break this down for everyone. They lost 115-112. And if you saw the final shot with 20 seconds to go, they just chucked it up. They, that was planned. That, they didn't want to win that game. You're up by double digits. You had some lives and the Bulls came back. Tell me how that makes sense. Make that make sense. And you can say, well, they just lost momentum like they did against the Hornets or against any other team. You can't keep making those excuses. You got beat by Patrick Williams and Kobe White. Luka Doncic played 13 minutes in a win-or-go-home game. Reggie Bullock played double the minutes. Double the minutes plus than Luka. Phil Pinson played more minutes. He played 41 minutes. Justin Holiday, 26. McKinley Wright, the fifth. Or the sixth. Whoever this bum is. He came in. And respect for him to give him minutes. But he's not playing. He's not playing. It's it's sickening. It's disturbing. It's just wrong. This is a two-way player. He was with the Texas Legends of the NBA G League. He's a 5'11 point guard. And you're telling me in a win-or-go-home game that defines your season, that defines your playoff contention, that pretty much defines who you are as a team. Kyrie doesn't play. Major players don't play. Luka only plays 13 minutes. And I find really cute that for the second half, they let him come in and take a shot, take a foul. And they're expecting the fans to give him a standing ovation. For what? He didn't do crap. The team didn't do crap. That's just a fact. And I hate the Mavericks. But I actually feel bad for the fans. Because of a win-or-go-home game and you're pulling this type of stuff. That's sad. That's pathetic. You don't deserve the 10th pick. You don't deserve to have these good players. But this is what happens when you trade defensive-minded players. Like Dorian Finney-Smith. Like Spencer Dinwiddie. When you take that away. When you take away defensive-minded players and add one offensive-minded player. With a sloppy defensive player in Luka Doncic. You're not going to get a positive outcome. You only have one Reggie Block. You only have one Dwight Plough. You only have a limited set, and you're not going to get that from Dave Bertans or Marquise Morris or this right player. 
It is absolutely sickening. It is. I'm appalled. Um, I was out with my family last night when that was happening. I couldn't watch the game or I would have tuned in. I would have commented more. But I was out with my family. I, I kept checking the game. And I'm like, okay. Mavericks, they're up by double digits. Gets the fourth quarter. The Bulls outscore them 30 to 21. And actually, in the second half, they outscore them 61 to, get this, you guys ready? To 45. It's called a joke, ladies and gentlemen. That's called an absolute joke. Their intentions was to throw away the season when they realized. When it came out that they were mulling over to question whether or not they actually want to play Kyrie and Luka for the remaining season, for the remaining games of the season, that should have told you everything. Now they're going to try out. So my guess is with that top 10 pick, let's just say they get pick number 10. They're going to either trade for a defense player or they're going to get a defensive mind player in the draft. And I'm going to be covering the draft soon, but right now we're in playoff mode. Absolutely sickening. Absolutely and utterly sickening. Where do we go from here, guys? It's just simply ridiculous. Theo Pineson, Justin Holiday, AJ Lawson, Davis Bertans. They all played more minutes than Luca. And Kyrie combined. How can you list guys as refs? So you guys can say that I'm just being dumb here. But they listed players with injury management. That was Kyrie or rest. How stupid do you think everyone is? Utterly shameful. In the biggest game of their season. Win or go home. Must win. They've known that. Against a Bulls team. Where it was. Kobe White. Nikola Vujovic. Alex Caruso. Patrick Williams. And, um, Otto Dosmoon. I don't know how to pronounce your name. I'm sorry. But number 12 on the Bulls. You got beat by them? Come on. You really got beat by someone on their team named Terry Taylor? Really? Really? <laughs> Absolutely incredible. The Mavericks choked that away. They did. But it was on. It was on purpose. 
And no one could convince me otherwise. You can't make... A report comes out, do you want to bench Luka and Kyrie for the rest of the season? Luka doesn't want that. You don't play Kyrie and you only give Luka 13 minutes? Come on. Come on. Right, what, what are we playing here, guys? You're going against scrubs. You could have won that game easily. The only way to go in 50% if you would just put the stars in. But you put out a list in injury management. And Luka, 13 minutes. That's a quarter in a minute. Utterly shameful. That's Dallas for you. That's the team people like. And I know it's going to get swept under the rug by the national media. I know it is. I'm just saying if the Suns would have done that, you would have seen all these national media idiots talking about it. Just saying. Real interesting when you break it all down. I just want to—I want to do a quick Google search of the Mavericks. I'm interesting. I'm interested to see what people are saying. I want to see the news. It's actually funny. Um, one article had why the Dallas Mavericks need to lose to the Bulls to salvage their future. I, I would love to know this person's reasoning behind it. So I guess playing for the postseason is not good. I just I can't I can't believe this. I'm actually speechless. I can't believe people like lose that. And I know this was a dysfunctional season, but you just don't do it like that. It was shocking. It was actually shameful. But this is just a deliberate strategy to get a draft pick, get a high value draft pick, whatever. And there's real. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about this again tomorrow. But these were my initial thoughts. I hope you guys have a great Saturday. Hope your Easter goes well. Hope your Sunday goes well. Hope you guys get a lot of basketball in. I uh, hope you guys get a lot of my content in. Guys, check out the podcast. You would not want to miss it. I'm signing off. We've gone for everything from the East to the West to the Mavericks to the Suns. We've we've covered everyone. We've we've went big brain mode today. We've went rage mode too. That's just part of the sport. It's all it is. Thank you guys for listening to the podcast. I truly do appreciate it. Uh, like this, share this with friends, family, and just subscribe, follow, whatever. I'm seeing you guys. I'll see y'all in the next podcast episode. Remember, we're doing this from April 7th to April 17th. So you guys are going to have so many good days of content. You're not even going to know what to do yourself with all this. So guys, with that being said, thank you again for listening. And I'll see you Sunday. Peace out.